What? All right, girls and boys, hoes and bros, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Noble's Pod. I'm your one and only host, Noble, a.k.a. Oh my goodness, that is some gizzy, gizzy, a.k.a. Dirt, excuse me, a.k.a. Already, a.k.a. Genre. And as always, we have much to smoke and more to talk about. So I'll see you straight to the rundown, shall we? I you see I'm out of breath here and I'm going to put out the Della Rocha. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you might pick up a roach, bro. You don't even know what the fuck is in that shit. You forget the weed that you had the other week ago was not the same weed that you had that week. <laughs> you forget. You know what I'm saying? And then for some reason, right, why does, why does the roach weed hit just crazy? Like, you ever just, like, rolled up a whole, like, listen. ABC one two three man. Uh, this is the procedure. This is the, uh, you know this is just how we get into the podcast man. This is how we normally set up things. I want to say appreciate anybody that's been tuning in um, to Noble's Pod. Appreciate anybody that's been um, you know tuning into the music. Um, you know Noble Bar going SoundCloud, Spotify. You know what I'm saying YouTube. You know what I'm saying like whatever. You know what I mean like anybody's. You know what I'm saying showing love is always much appreciation. Is always appreciate anybody showing love to my man's Cody Springer as well. Obviously you saw me um, having the guest episode with him. Um, you know, on the last episode, what was that Wednesday or, or, uh, yeah, it was Wednesday. Yup. Um, so yep. The last episode to hear my man, Cody Springer, big shout out to him. Um, you know, they, they, they had, uh, he had some big news announced and, you know, I'll, I'll get into not in specific of what he was talking about, but just, um, you know, kind of harkening back to what I was talking about, you know, in earlier episodes about, you know, uh, creators coming together and sometimes, you know, not not coming together. Um, but, but, you know, uh, before we get into any of that, we got to get into the goods. Okay, now, as far as the goods, I do have to roll up for the pod. I want to go ahead and say um, that, you know, this is my first time doing a podcast, right? Strictly audio just by myself, right? And the reason I wanted to do strictly audio by myself because, you know, I feel as though, you know, like videos obviously I'm next time I do an episode, I'm gonna do video too, but I just wanted to see what it was like, because, you know, I was hearing, um, you know, uh, I think it was a podcast. I forgot what her name was, but she was talking about how when she's doing a podcast audio, just talking, you know, it feels different than when she's, um, you know, have the video on and, you know, it's just, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'll see, I'll see if I can, cause you know, sometimes, you know, I talk with my hands, right? Me, I talk with my hands, you know, facial expressions, you know, can I still convey the same message without you seeing my face? It's like a challenge, if you will. But, um, you know, episode 86, man, obviously, you know, I got some big news to announce. Um, like I said, I was going to talk about that on previous episodes. Once I, um, you know, talked to my man, Cody, you know, he, he, he always giving me, you know what I'm saying? Some, some good advice, you know what I'm saying? This fuck with that nigga a lot too, because he's a wealth of information. He, he give it away. You know what I mean? It's just like, yo, you got to respect it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so, you know, shout out to my man, Cody as always, but um, listen, man, material goods. Um, I guess the goods is just really, um, you know, love thy neighbor. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not a Christian guy, um, but, you know, I do respect the religion. I will say that is one thing that they got uh, right up in there is love thy neighbor for sure. And many things they got right in their Christian religion. I will say if I'm, you know, just joking here. But, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, I just feel as though it's a lot of um, you, I just heard there's just a lot of violence. Okay, L- listen, let me, let me tell y'all something. Well, my pops, okay, he's in prison. Uh, you know, as you guys know this already, if you've been listening to the podcast already. But if you don't know, my pops is in prison, okay? Um, and, um, 
you know, when somebody has been in prison for as long as he has, if he's letting me know that it is violent outside, (laughs) then it's violent out here. (laughs) Okay, It's violent. You know, it's violent. And, um, you know, that's something that I I do take account of, you know, and, um, you know, just making sure that people just on their P's and Q's, man. You know, I heard this COVID shit is spiking up. You always know with the COVID shit spiking up, they're trying to talk about a lockdown. Heard they talking about a lockdown, you know, possibility. Um, so they might bring more violence there. That in itself, excuse me, in itself. Um, so we'll see. You know, we'll see how that goes. But listen, um, episode eighty six, we do have to get into the podcast, right? Kind of a long intro there, my bad. But rundown though, straight to the rundown topic. First topic I want to talk about, man. Listen, I was having a great conversation, and um. It was, it was, it was, uh, I, was, I forgot who I was talking to. I think it was one of the homies at, um, at my job. Like when I first started working there, I was in the training room. He was giving me, you know, a little bit of game on this, on this house and shit. Yeah, it was, yeah, I, I don't forget what it is. I forgot, I know his name. I shout out to the homie. Um, and he was really like, yo, you know, he's breaking down to me and shit. He's like, he had, he's not even 30 yet. You know what I'm saying? Like homie just turned 29, 28, just bought him a crib, four bedroom house. You know what I mean? Bought him. Keyword, bought him a crib. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, young black man doing this as well. You know what I'm saying? And he was, you know, uh, one of seven, uh, no father, you know, from Virginia. Come on now. You know what I mean? I had to give respect with credit is due. So I'm listening to the man. He gave me a lot of different knowledge, right? And, um, you know, I had thought about something like, I had thought about this back then, but it, I really thought about it once I was watching this movie. Um, what was the movie I was watching? Um, oh yes, well, uh, Chad, I wasn't watching a movie with Chaz Palmateri. And Chaz Palmateri, I was watching his podcast, and he's always talking about how his pops had gave him a, a a card, right? Just like you know how like you give somebody a card with like your phone number and your business. So his pops had gave him a card, and the card says on the back of the card it says, um, "Wasted talent is one of the worst things in life," or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Or wasted talent is like the worst thing in life. Or something. I forgot what's the... What, I'm so mad that I'm fucking up the goddamn, uh, you know what I'm saying, saying. But it's wasting talent something, right? Obviously, you know, like, wasted talent is a horrible thing, right? And, um, you know, I was thinking about, like, damn, you know, it's real shit. You know, you know, even Jim Jones obviously saw the movie, or maybe he just knew about Chaz Palminteri, or he saw the movie, The Bronx Daily. I mean, Jim Jones is from New York. But I, I remember Jim Jones even had a song called... Um, you know what I'm saying? Wasted Talent. I think he had, not a song, I think he had a whole album called Wasted Talent, if I'm not mistaken. I think he, and I, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think I heard him in a Breakfast Club interview talking about how, you know, he got the, you know, the idea from, from, from the Bronx Tale. So, you know, um, you know, the whole Wasted Talent, you know, um, aspect, you know, that's just perspective. That's a really, that's some deep shit. You know what I'm saying? That's some deep shit right there. And really, you know, I thought about, I'm like, yo, High nigga question of the day, right? We starting off straight up with the high high nigga question of the day. Topic number one. Let's get it. High nigga question of the day. I want to ask you all this. Right? Um, would you rather make it and be successful in, in whatever you want to make it and be successful in? I don't care if you just want to knit pants all day. You know what I'm saying? If you just if you just want to suck dick 24-7. You know, whatever you want to be successful in, just make it in that. Okay, um, whatever you deem in your brain successful or whatever, you know, um, just whatever is success to you, um, you know, would you rather make it in that and fall off? Okay, fall off or just not make it at all. 
You know what I'm saying? And you gotta really, you gotta really think and ask yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because there's really no right or wrong answer. Um, one is not worse than the other. Me personally, I can give you my answer on it. But before I give you my answer, I just want to break. I like to break down the factors, right? <laughs> I like to break down the factors. So with making it and falling off, right? Somebody can say that's worse than not making it at all. Because they can say you had the opportunity. You got it. And you just didn't know how to keep it. So that's on you, you know? Somebody can say that's worse than somebody that just didn't make it at all, right? Um, but then the person that, you know, that same person that fell off can look at that person and respond like this. Well, at least I achieved or made, you know, my dream or success in whatever I was trying to do at some point in my life and I got to experience that, right? And even if I fell off or off the face of the motherfucking earth, um, you know, at some point, you know, I got to experience uh, the ultimate level of success of, you know, what I, what I got to get to, you know? Um, and, you know, that's, you know, is that better than, you know, experience, is experiencing the success and then falling off, not having any more, or just not experiencing, you know, I don't know what's worse. I can take you back to a situation though, because now I'm thinking about it deeper right now. I'm just thinking about it right now. I can take you back because I remember once again, you know, because I've really been on my man. Shout out to shout out to Chaz Palmetary, man. He's a really bright individual. Okay. You know, me, I like listening to bright individuals, especially somebody who can talk, explain himself. I don't necessarily have to agree with somebody all the time. You know, you can be saying something that's just like totally off. Not totally off, but you can be saying something that I disagree with. And, you know, I can be like, as long as he has a lot of conviction, you know, confidence in what you're saying, belief in what the fuck you're saying, you know, standing on what you're saying, you know, I can ride with that. You know, I can ride with that, you know. Um, you know, I just heard the other day a stand-up guy is somebody who stands on what the fuck they said or stands on what the fuck they do. Like, you know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with being bad or evil. <laughs> nothing to do with this. Nothing to do with morals, principles, nothing. You know, I, I don't know who... I mean, I guess the connotation of a stand-up guy is, is that he has good morals and principles. But from just from my take, and just obviously it's not mine because, you know, this is like a street mentality right here. But, you know, my take is a stand-up individual is somebody that lets you know what they're going to do and they are consistent on their position. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can be like a stick-up guy or you can be a robber. You know what I'm saying? You can be, you know what I'm saying? You can be a home intruder. You know what I'm saying? Running around taking people's shit. You know what I'm saying? You can be that type of nigga, but jigging or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you can you can be on that type of time, but if you let niggas know that, bro, this is what I do, I jug. You know what I'm saying? You come around on here, you get your shit taken. Niggas gotta start respecting your position at some point. Like I'm telling you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like gonna be like, listen, we don't give a fuck if it's good or bad that he's robbing. What we do know is that he's robbing. That's what we do know. You know what I'm saying? And he's letting us know that he's robbing. We go over there, we getting our shit taken. So at some point, somebody going to have to start respecting this man's position. He's been pretty consistent on every single time we up over there, we getting that shit taken. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what to me a stand-up person is. But, but, but you know, that's not even what I was talking about. That's kind of a little bit deeper into it. Further to what I was saying, like, if I take it back to when I was a kid, right? And I take it back to when I was a kid, like, growing up, I would say, like, all the way up into the age, um, 
all the way up until about the age 15, like when I tell you like up and down as far as success and non-success, not for me personally, but just like just what I had to experience by default. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just ridiculous. That's that's the reason why I always say I move so much because there was a lot of up and down, you know, in terms of the money and you know, whatever was going on with my with my parents at the time, you know, and my mom's ex-husband at the time, it was a lot of, you know, shit going on. So it was a lot of up and downness. Nothing was consistent. Okay, like, to some point, I always break it down to the point where it got inconsistent to the point where I moved and came back the very next day. This is no bullshit. I think I'm the only kid, or me and my brother, the only kid to do that in school history is to move, literally move. Like, literally, I left. Like, we went. <laughs> we was in Jersey. I moved for an entire day and then moved back the very next day. That's no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So you're talking about up and down. I know what the fuck that is. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's not a good feeling. You know, like I always say when I was younger, I used to think like, damn, what, what would it be like if we just stood in Jersey the whole time? You know what I mean? Instead of AC the whole time, like in the smack dab middle of the hood. Like not trying to say that shit would have been, you know, better, but I'm not going to say I would never liked it more. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know me, I like consistency. You know, I like having the same people around and, you know, Mrs. O, Mrs. Uh, Judy Jew on the corner and, you know, <laughs> you know, that's cool. Like, I, I, I like that. You know, it's, it's good with having some, some, um, I guess you can say some constant, some constant things in life. Right. Um, but I will say that, that being that I have so much experience. Um, we're moving around so much and the up and down this, it did give me a lot of experience in life at a young age, I will say. So it re- definitely taught me how to deal with failure. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, you know. Um, so in terms of somebody who's making it and whatever they want to make it in, and then a complete downfall, um, me personally, which one would I choose? I would say um, I would go with, you know, it's tough, you know, because I initially want to lean to not making it at all. Because who's to say that the stride, like you striving for what you want to achieve and you never achieve it, who's to say that's so bad? You know, you can go down swinging. Can you go down striving with no achievement? Is that a, is that an achievement in itself by just striving? You know, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's when it gets hard. Like, like it's trying, striving. Is that better than achieving? I don't I don't know if one is better than the other. You know, um, some people can be more fortunate than others. Certain situations can, you know, come upon people that it just don't come across other people. And that's sometimes that can be out of your control. Sometimes I'm not going to say that most of the time or majority of the time. I will say, you know, maybe some of the time that could be out of your control. And what I will say is. I'm not going to say which one is better. You know, I like, you know me, I like to make even arguments. You know, that's what I do. Could have been a great lawyer. I always say, suit me up. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, listen, I really say I, I would choose making it and then having the downfall. reason why I would choose making it and have the downfall, because once again, like I said earlier in the conversation, um, I, I do feel as though just for me personally, I would rather experience making it over just not experience, not making it at all. You know, you can give me that experience. You you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, whether that lasts, like, you know, just think about it. That'd be a lot of these street, a lot of street niggas, a lot of, a lot of, um, 
sometimes a lot of athletes, right? A lot of artists, a lot of musicians, um, excuse me, and even actors too. But I'll just stick to the streets. Cause that's really my wheelhouse. <laughs> um, a lot of the people that I know personally, like family members and shit, um, they had a down, they had a fucking fall off. They fell off. You're talking about a complete downfall. Fell the fuck off. Okay, either in prison for the rest of their life, dead, or 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 former crackheads and and currently can't even piss right. You know what I'm saying? Like these, this, this is this is what happens when you you put yourself through three years, maybe seven years of glory. You know what I'm saying? Where you shining with the gold hoop. You know what I'm saying? You got the you know what I'm saying finger full gold ring. How niggas was doing it back in the eighties. You know what I'm saying? You shining, and then the two thousands hit you above. You fell off. You know what I'm saying? Like you fell the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? So you know it's a lot of but. How many of those guys harking back on those, but those were the good old times, you know what I'm saying? Where you could come around and you could get you a whole brick for 10, bro. You can get you a whole brick for 10, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dog. Like, you know niggas going, they going to think about the good old days, man. When you could be on the block hustling from, remember we was on the block hustling from the first to the 15th. We was on the block for 7 a.m. I'm telling you, it was the, it, it, how many times you hear an old drug dealer talk about on the block, it'd be 78 fiends, a whole line of them. I mean, it's still like that in some places. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? Some places, like I'm pretty sure Philly, you know, certain places, you know, Arizona, I heard they got a lot of drugs out there. Arizona, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, certain places definitely heavily infested always, but, you know, not how it was like back in the days, like in the 80s, where it was just like, come on, bro. Like fucking every other block, it was like... <laughs> And the cops was just like, fuck it. Like, you know what? Real quick on that, too. Real quick on that. I was watching a documentary one time. You know me. I'm a documentary guy. But, the, but I don't really call these docs. I was really watching. Uh, um, It was a clip of an old uh, news channel. You know, not like news channel interview. You know, like how, NB, how NBC would do an interview with somebody right now. Maybe an activist or a lawyer or political or somebody. You know what I'm saying? It was, like I would come on now. It was one of those. So I'm going back. I'm listening at it. I'm listening to it, and they had asked the um, the police director, right? They had asked him, "Would it be beneficial, <laughs> right?" This is what the guy asked him, right? And you, I can't believe that this police director, this nigga, had the goal, the almighty goal, and audacity, the balls and cojones on this individual on live television in 1981 was remarkable. Okay, I gotta give him credit where credit is due. Okay, he just looked straight at the screen and just bullshitted you right in your face. But he said, the the news anchor had asked him, right? He said, and great question by the news anchor. He said, if you put a police officer on a block for 24-7 hour service, will it stop all of the hand-in-hand drug dealing? The officer said no. <laughs> he said no. What the fuck is he talking about? What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, you should have just saw the way the anchor looked at him. Like, nigga, what are you talking about? That was your chance to be a superstar and say yes. Not to say no. If we put caps on every motherfucking corner, nobody's going to be going hand in hand anymore. I can promise you that. They might find another way to deal the drugs. But it's not going to be hand in hand anymore. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like, but what was that guy talking about? You know what I'm saying? What was he talking about? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But anyway, back to what I was saying as far as falling off. See, a lot of street dudes fall off, but they do have their glory years. 
And they, how many times do you see him harking back on the glorious? How many times do you see an athlete that maybe not as good as he was, you know, um, you know, he may be not in the same money position or situation that he was in as before, but he can harken back and say, yo, you know, I want me a ring. You know, I put up 30 points against whatever, you know, I dropped something on something. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like these are, he still got to experience glory. He still got to experience, uh, you know, a, a life of a excitement in terms of, you know, achieving what you was dreaming about. You know, that's, that's big, man. That's big. You know what I'm saying? So, even if you get it taken away from you, or even if you take it away from yourself by just fucking it up, um, you know, <laughs> you know, you, you, I, I don't know if that's worse, you know, or better. Like I said, but me personally, you know, I'd rather, um, you know, make it and then have the complete fall off than rather just, um, you know, not make it at all. But that is a good one though, right there. That is a good one once you really break it down and really think about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you really start to think about it, but moving on to the next topic on the rundown though, man, I got to talk about something that is very, um, Hmm. Do I want to say, I don't want to say that it's popular. This is not popular. It's not popular at all. This is what you call the pen thing segment. Okay. Now listen, like I always tell people, I want to clarify something when I talk about the pimping segment. Okay. I am not condoning pimping. <laughs> okay. I'm not. Okay. In any way, shape, or form. Okay. It is a horrible thing to do. You are on the lowest of the low. It is, it, I mean, is it is it worse than selling drugs? Maybe. But like, it may be worse than selling drugs. Like, it's like one step, like right, like right below a murderer. Like, it's on that level. I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty bad. It's a terrible thing to do. But what I can tell you. Okay, what I can tell you is that it's so much hoe shit. <laughs> okay, it's so much hoeness going around these days. So many of you whores. <laughs> so many of you whores. Okay, you gumas. Huh? So many of you fucking whores that are just out here fucking up shit and thinking that this whole shit is, is, is like it's like it's more knowledgeable. Like it's. Like it's a better position. Like this is like somebody will somebody should want to be a hoe more they should want to be a pimp. Like I just don't understand, you know, the mentality of these things. You know? Um, now listen, I always understood the mentality of a drug addict versus um a hustler. See, you hear that a lot, right? I'll break this down for y'all. Follow me, follow me here, follow me here. You hear this a lot in the hip hop community where you say that. A lot of the older guys, they be saying, yo, when we was coming up, when we was talking about rapping, we was talking about selling the drugs. We was talking about pushing the drugs. We was talking about hustling. When these kids coming up, they talking about using the drugs. They not talking about hustling anymore. You know what I'm saying? The drug dealer is not revered. Um, you know, the, the drug addict is revered. You know? And, um, you know, they have a point. But I will say, I will say, every nigga I listened to <laughs> back, back in the 90s, and all of them niggas in the Golden River. I mean, I, unless we going back to the 80s. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, once we start getting into the 90s, and come on, bro. We talk, talking about drugs? Are you serious? What y'all niggas was doing back then? Y'all niggas were on Woolies. <laughs> y'all niggas on crack and weed mixed together. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck are we talking about? Niggas was high as shit back then. I don't even know if the... if, if Come on, we can take it back to jazz artists... Old folk artists, niggas be getting high with heroin since Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin. 
What are we talking about? Paul in the car? The temptations. What are we talking about? Niggas been getting high since day one. That's some bullshit. I always thought that was some made up ideology. I just think that a lot of artists now, right? Maybe the using drugs is more accepted than it was back then. Not, not trying to say that people are using drugs more. I'm trying to say that using drugs are more accepted than it was back then. <laughs> okay. And people are more, um, you know, open to talk about their drug usage. I think the same way people are more open to talk about their, um, you know, what they do in their bedroom. That's why you hear a lot of this, um, you know, sucking nigga dick and all this. It's like a lot of, back in the day, you didn't hear a lot of that shit because they wasn't probably as comfortable as just speaking about them getting a pussy ate open, you know, every, every track. But, you know, now people have gotten com comfortable to say such things. But what I can tell you, what I can tell you, is that the ideology of, you know, hip hop being more of a drug usage uh, culture than it is of a hustler's culture. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> okay. And to all you old niggas that's saying that, I hope that you wasn't on drugs and you wasn't talking about smoking weed and drinking. Because I don't give a fuck if the drugs was light, nigga. I don't give a fuck. If you was promoting any type of drugs or alcohol in your music at any sort of fashion, you're part of that shit. Straight up. So there's no way you getting out of it. You just can't put on the young niggas just because they might not. Maybe their drugs aren't as fashionable. You know what I'm saying? Like, does a zany is a zany pop more fashionable than a toot of a of a, of, of some cocaine? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, is sipping lean better than taking a bump or some cocaine? I do not think so. I can promise y'all, it's not. Are e pills better than fucking um? You know what niggas on the uh uh. Uh, not Molly's. What's the what's the what's the one to start with? Oh, come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. Oxys. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, there was it was it was it was more. It was just different. You know what I'm saying? It's different. So that's why they're looking at it different. I understand what they're saying, but it, that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's wrong on that. Just on that tip alone. That's wrong. But as far as how I feel about you know what I'm saying, um, you know, not so much about like the hip hop and where like the drugs versus the hustlers. But as far as how I feel about, you, you know, hoes, um, you know, being championed more than ever. Like, I've just never seen this. Like, <laughs> like, and I always talk about this on the pimping segment. But, you know, constantly, day after day, I just never seen a hoe, a whore. This is somebody that we know. This is a hoe. And she's being championed. Like, she's just not even, like, she's fucking Cinderella. Like, this is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. You know? And, you know, I just feel as though I have to reinstate some principles here um, <laughs> and give people some knowledge and some benefiting factors on why being a hoe is not better than being a pimp. Now, I'm not trying to say you do either. <laughs> OK, but I will say. The the girls on, on OnlyFans, they pimping and hoeing at the same time. So I give them credit. You know, that's credit right there. That's credit right there. That's a business. That's a business. But, you know, some of these girls out here, man, you know, and it's not just girls. A lot of niggas, you know, just on whole shit as far as not with, with a sexuality and, uh, you know, what they're doing as, you know, as far as in the bedroom. But I'm talking about as far as they just on whole shit sensitively, you know, and emotionally and the way they treating the women, they be the hoe in a situation and the girl be the man. See, we, that's the word I wanted to get into. We're going to break down the difference between a Mac and a pimp, okay? I repeat, between a Mac 
and a pimp. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I would say I'm neither. Okay, personally. Um, some I would say all of the girls I've dealt with probably disagrees with me on the Mac perspective. <laughs> um, because I just got player stink all over me. But other than that, you know, I'm, I'm neither. You know, really. I really, I really, I really am. But I've learned from from both aspects. And, you know, just from listening to, it was a guy, I forgot his name. He was out there in um, the Bay Area, California. And um, documentary was on 2B. I forgot what it's called, but it's a great documentary. And this guy, man, he was breaking down on how, you know, being a pimp is different between being a Mac because when you a Mac, See, you actually dealing with the girls when you a Mac. You know what I mean? Like, y'all really like in a relationship right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, real talk. Like, you know, like, not saying that pimping is not a relationship, but because it is a, probably a tumultuous <laughs> relationship there. But, you know, really a Mac, it, it could be a little bit more lovey-dovey. You know, you can get a little bit more hands-on, you know. As a Mac, you can really, like, fuck your bitch, you know. As, as a pimp, the rules are is to not fuck the bitch. That's the rules. You know, I, I don't know, a lot of niggas in hip-hop, a lot of niggas just in generally speaking, when they refer to themselves as pimping, they always talk about them fucking and them pulling girls and them fucking. It's not about you fucking, nigga. That's not what pimping is. Pimping is about making money. That's about making money strictly. There's <laughs> no fucking involved. That's the key. You make her feel as though that, ah, I'm going to come after you and fuck you. And then she realized, oh, he don't want to fuck. He trying to turn me out. Damn, then you get the pimper. That's the key. <laughs> Mackin is actually going out. Okay, so my bad there. It looks like I just yeah. Okay, yeah. So they time you out at thirty minutes. Okay, so it's, so this is part two. I don't even know because I've just started doing a recording shit. So this is part two of episode eighty six of Noble's Pod, hosted by your boy Noble Balker, aka Dirt. You know, and Dirt stands for Doritos. I don't know about y'all, but a, a very uh slept on meal. I'll give you right here: Gold Peak Sweet Tea, Peanut Butter and Jelly, preferably uh the the peanut butter with the nuts in it. Um, you know, get you some jelly. That's Concord jelly, by the way. That's Skippy peanut butter. Um, you know what I'm saying? Get, get you some uh, Gold Peak tea, peanut butter jelly, and some Doritos. Okay, you're on the fuck point. I'm telling you, will not go fucking astray. Okay. Um, what I can tell you is that back to the topic here on the rundown. Um, you know, the guy who was breaking down the difference of, you know, macking and pimping, and like I, was, like I was just saying, you know, before before they, you know, time me out there, um, you know, pimping, you're not supposed to fuck the bitch when you pimp it, okay? You're not. You're so, this, is a, this is a transaction, okay? This is supposed to be a money play, okay? You're hustling. Pimp is a hustle. A mac, you can fuck the bitch, and then you can do whatever you want to do after that, but once you fuck her, you're no longer a pimp. That's in my book. That's, that's in homie's book. You know what I'm saying? Let me actually get the guy's name. You know what I'm saying? Because I hate talking about people without giving the credit where credit is due. Um, but this guy, you know, he was from California. And, you know, he was talking a lot of real shit when it comes down to, like, the pimping. Like, yo, like, you know, um, a lot of people get that get that mistaken. You know what I'm saying? They get that mistaken all the time as far as, you know, what, what a pimp is, you know, and what a Mac is. And, um you know, I think they kind of get it misconstrued as far as, you know, um, exactly what position do you play, you know, <laughs> you know, um, but, you know, really, hold on, let me, let me try to pull it up here on my phone. 
make sure I'm getting y'all the um the guys, the gentleman's name. He was a gentleman. Yeah, this is called. Um I think his name is uh Omar Gooding. I don't know if that's his name, but the shit is called My Life Over the Top on Tubi. Okay, it's a documentary and it's about you know a pimp actually changing his life after he becomes um you know he becomes a dope dealer and that but changes you know after you get into the to, to the coke game you know what i'm saying he was like yo put this pimp shit down got into the got into the trade and then uh he started making things happen there but um you know this is a really dope story he was really talking a lot of shit film feel more slim a lot of those guys um was in that shit so it was it was really dope man um y'all should really check that out my life over the top my life over the top um but you know, back to the pimping segment. Of course, you know, like I said, man, a lot of people get that misconstrued. Um, you know, me, like I said, you know, I'm not condoning, you know, any of this pimping shit at all. All right. But what I want to say is, it's a lot of, it's a lot of whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's going crazy. Good, perfect example. Everybody's going crazy over Jennifer Lopez right now. Oh my God, Jennifer Lopez. She be with mad niggas. I told y'all. I did the top 10 most beautiful women ever. I put a Jennifer Lopez on there. I said she is a class A hoe. Class A. Okay? Class A. That is, that is, that's hoeing to it. She's macking right now. She's macking heavy. She hoeing and macking at the same time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot of girls, a lot of girls, see, that's another thing, right? That's a dichotomy. Because, like, a lot of the girls that be hoeing, they be macking, too. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to say they don't be macking out there. Like, nah, that's the nigga I want to get with. I'm about to go get with that nigga, boom. And then she went to the next nigga. Like, that's straight macking. You know, that's hoeing, but it's macking, too. You know? Me, um, you know? I just feel, what else? See, that's more macking than hoeing. Because really, like I always say, really hoeing means, you know, pimping a hoe. Really hoeing means somebody who's selling their body for something. Really. Um, you know, although there's many definitions of that, you know, especially now how the word has, you know, kind of trans. Um, what's the word there? Uh, you know, <laughs> trans something. Um, you know, I think y'all know what word I'm looking for. But, you know, transcendent. There you go. Transcendent the culture in terms of different uh, definitions that it that it has. Uh, with that, with that word, but you know, you know, that's the pimping segment right there, man. I just want to get the difference between, you know, a pimp and a mac. Excuse me. Um, a lot of times when a girl is hoeing, or what we consider a girl hoeing, sometimes it might not be some whole shit. Sometimes she just be on some mac shit, like she really just macking out there heavy. You know what I'm saying? And you know, uh, you know, it is a difference. You know, it is a difference. And you know, um. You know, I'm not going to act like there isn't on either side, whether that's male or female, there is macking on both sides, you know? So, you know, we got to tell you, we got to break down the difference, ladies and gentlemen. I think sometimes we, we use term, we use terminology um, that is sometimes, you know, it puts you in a, in a different, you know, compromising position as far as what, what role do you have to play? You know, if you're calling yourself a pimp, you shouldn't be fucking none of them bitches, Nick. <laughs> they shouldn't be touched, homie. You know what I'm saying? But... If you are calling yourself a Mac, I guess you can go ahead and rub off a little bit, get you a little nut or two. Now, <laughs> moving on to the next topic on the rundown, I wanted to talk about a particular subject here that I feel as though, um, you know, a lot of the times this subject get, get, gets brought up, you know, when we talk about the violence, you know, obviously I started the episode, 
you know, you know, even my pops was telling me, you know, about like the the violence, you know, that's going on in, in the country right now. And um, you know, a lot of the times, you know, we start off um, you know, the conversation when it comes down to violence when it has to do with black people, uh only, it seems like. Um, and maybe it's just a small group of, you know, or you hear it a little bit in the Hispanic community a little bit too, but really this is really just a black people thing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just keeping it a bean. You know, a lot of times I, I take black issues. I speak on black issues. I speak on things that's pertaining to black people. Um, reason why, because I'm black. Um, so, so that's why I'm gonna talk about it. Um, you know, obviously that's just going to be what it is, but in terms of what niggas is doing <laughs> with, with uh, you know, the whole, you know, violent thing and the perspective, I, w- I would say that a lot of the times when it's a lot of violence in a black community, they would say that it's a um, it's black on black crime. OK, and it's us harming each other off of the simple reason, reasoning that we're just black. <laughs> like that's their reason, because if they gave any other reason. That were, if they gave any other reason that was valid, that would disregard their reason of just saying it was black on black, right? So, so you you telling me that you got, and you know I even had a, a mini clip of this early, early, early um, during Noble's pod. You know what I'm saying? This last year when I first started the pod, and I had a mini clip talking about black on black crime and how you know, um, you know that's false. It's false. You know what I'm saying? That's a false mentality. It's a false ideology. Somebody told you a lie. You know, that's an absolute fact. In terms of where the term came from, me and my brother was talking about it the other day. I, he was like, you know what? I wonder where it came from. I was like, you know what? That's a fucking good question. Let's fucking ask Google. <laughs> I always say, I'd rather ask Google than ask you niggas. I Google it. I see that black on black crime came from a um, news article in the New York Times, okay, um, by a reporter on a black activist at the time, okay, um, and I forgot who was the black activist at the time, but that should now shouldn't be neither here nor there, okay. What I will say is this particular black activist said back in 1979 that black on black crime, excuse me, that crime in the black community is an issue. And all of this, and she had labeled it black on black crime. Okay. And she said crime in the black community is disproportionately, I don't know if I just said that right, but disproportionately, um, you know, higher than any other race, you know what I'm saying, in in, in their culture or race, right? And race whoop. Um, And why that could be true, um, I think there are multiple reasons why. That could be true. I can explain. I can explain. I wish I could explain to that lady back in 1979 so she doesn't have millions of black people thinking that that is the case to this day. Because I cannot tell you that there is many black people that believe that black on black crime is a real thing. They really believe this, you know, and and really. You see black see back on my. um. Back, back in my mini clip when I was talking about it, I thought that that was a play from the government, that maybe the government had came out with that statistic and the government had told people that this is black on black crime and y'all killing each other just because y'all black and the government had did this, right? That's what, that's what I'm thinking before I do you know, some further research and find out, you know what I'm saying, a day ago or a couple of days ago, right? 
Um, and I really should have done my research, you know, from day one on that. So that's really me from dropping the ball, um, for putting it on the government because that's really not on it, right? Um, the the idea of black on black crime was not introduced by the government. The idea of black on black crime was introduced from black people. Whether that's black people having lack of education, lack of self esteem, or lack of information, I don't know what the fuck is it's a lack of something. <laughs> but what I can tell you is, this is this is the ideology that black people created. You know, and, you know, that's a sad thing, bro. That's really sad when you think about it, that, you know, you got millions of people thinking that black people just killing themselves because they black. Because if you give any other reason of why they kill themselves, you say they poor, that's disregards of, just, of me just killing because he black. Because I'm poor, nigga. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm impoverished. I'm, I'm hungry. He got something I want. I'm going to go get that. So I'm going to kill him. Obviously, that was the reasoning. It might not be a valid reason. It might not be a good reason. But that's the reason why people be dying. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there are reasons why people die in the hood, bro. And it's not because of just because they niggas and, and because they black and because, the, you know, they seeing each other's skin color. He's like, yeah, you dark just like I'm dark, so let's get it on. Like, no, that's not what the fuck it is. You know, what about when a dude fucking somebody, bitch? What about somebody owing somebody money? Right? What about jealousy and, and, and uh, envy? And that, a lot of that can come from poverty alone. Jealousy and envy, somebody having something that you don't got. Right? Um, you know, shout out to my man, Uncle Hakeem, even broke it down on the podcast for me. He was like, yo, the difference between jealousy and envy is that jealousy is you want what that person has. That's what jealousy is. Envy is you don't want, to, like envy is when you already have it and you don't want somebody to have what you have. That's envy. You know what I'm saying? Or you don't want them to have nothing at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's levels. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's levels. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that happens a lot in impoverished neighborhoods um, just due to it being impoverished, right? You know what I'm saying? I always say money don't 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 solve everything. It don't fix every single problem, but it damn sure make 90% of them better. <laughs> it put food on the table, clothes on the back, House overhead or roof overhead. Come on, that's what money does. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. And, you know, a lot of people get that misconstrued, you know. You know, if people are just not killing the Hispanics that's having their wars in the Hispanic neighborhood. They're not just killing each other just because they're Hispanic. Oh, I'm going to just kill you because you Latina. No, that's stupid. They kill each other because they got real gang wars, nigga. They they are they they disputing over territory, drugs being sold. These are actual things that people are going over. For you to act like those are not actual things to die over is maybe that maybe there's just more things to die over than people are really giving credit to. People really do kill other people over a female. That happens every day. And Whole entire wars was started back in the day. Battles. Fucking taking over lands just because somebody went to go get somebody's princess. I'm telling you. Pussy has been fought over many years before. <laughs> Seriously, man. Seriously, like people just get a lot of things misconstrued when you really think about shit, man. You know? All of this black on black crime shit is just bullshit. You know, I'm starting to hear it pop up, pop up a lot. Being that's a lot of violence, 
And I do, um, you know, I do want to credit, um, you know, the, the viewpoint and the standpoint of us taking some accountability, you know, of the of the, a lot of the census killing and maybe a lot of the, um, you know, killing in broad daylight, people just shooting random and then hitting up the kid. Like, that's just horrible. You know what I'm saying? But, bro, there are reasons why people are doing it. It's not for no reason. It might not be for money. It might not be for the same principal reasons that people were doing it for the years before, right? In the 80s and 90s. Maybe they was doing it for money, drugs, and land back then, and territory. Now they might be doing it for attention, bitches, social media. And you know what I'm saying? Like, they might be doing it for mad crazy shit now. But that, that don't take away from the fact that it's actually reasonings of why these things are happening. You know what I'm saying? I'm a proponent in that everything happens for a reason. It's damn sure not because motherfuckers doing it just because of the color. I can promise you that. <laughs> I can promise you that. I just take a sip of the H2O. That's something I want to talk about, man. Because, you know, you know, like I said, I'm seeing a lot of violence. And, you know, like I said, I do see um, where people are taking accountability. But I just hate when, you know, a lot of the times when black people, I just feel as though, you know, as a whole, sometimes, yo, we be lacking a lot of information, y'all. Just lacking a lot of information. Like, the fact that you can dispel or debunk or just totally disregard the black-on-black ideology or mentality in seconds, in a matter of seconds, should prove that millions of people think about this is a tragedy. That's a tragedy. You know what I'm saying? That you think that you killing yourself just because, just because. You know what I mean? Like, nah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we 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 do have some catching up to do, but we are not that far back to where we are just killing each other just because we're black. And we're just not liking the fact that we're black. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Do I feel as though some black people, you know, um, lack pride in themselves for being black? Yes, I do. You know, but I don't think that's any more than any other race. You know, to be to be quite honest, I don't. And even if it is, uh, well, I can't say it might it might be more than other races. I will say in America it is. In America, it's more than other races because simply African Americans African Americans don't really have an ancient culture that they can go back on, and and really fall back on and say this is what this is my shit. So that can be a little bit, you know, it could be some confidence, self-esteem issues there. But, um, you know, I don't think it's to the point of, of you just looking at your neighbor, be like, oh, you black, you know, you a nigga, I'm, I'm about to just kill you. You know, like, no, that's not what it is, bro. You know what I'm saying? There's actual reasons. It could be over a bitch. You just heard the pimping segment. It could be over a bitch, man. It could be over some money. You might owe somebody some money, man. And that motherfucker might kill you over $20. You shouldn't have owed them $20. Like, seriously, like, these things happen, you know? These things do happen. Um, I'm not going to say that's a race issue. That's a money issue, man. That's an economic issue for me. That's a class issue. It ain't got nothing to do with money. You know what I'm saying? That's why people in the lower class kill themselves more than people in the higher class. <laughs> and really, like I always say, you're going to kill who you're around by prox prox uh, proximity. You know what I'm saying? This is this is by fucking vicinity only. Like. <laughs> You're going to kill who you're around, man. You're going to kill people that's that's in your environment. That's just what's going to happen. Most people don't go to a whole other environment place to kill somebody. You know, that's just what it is, bro. You know, um, 
you know, that's just what it is, you know. So I just you just thought I had to revisit, you know, let me revisit, you know. So sometimes I like to revisit things, you know. I just wanted to revisit the black on black mentality because since it was a lot, of, a lot of violence going on lately, you know, I'm hearing a lot of violence lately. So I just want to, you know, revisit that. Also, I want to come to a place of sometime where I get on the episodes, you know, I make these bold predictions. I stand on my 10 of my two. And, you know, I, you know, I kind of stick up my nose a little bit, um, you know, but I will say. I will say that I always admit when I am wrong, okay? And I have heard that Kanye West is releasing an album, and he's not dead yet. So, you know, you know, you know, you know I will say I predicted Kanye getting a divorce. I was right on that. I was right on that one, okay? But I predicted him getting a divorce, and I predicted him um, actually committing suicide. And that's the first time I ever put death on anybody in my life, but... Just from what I saw this man going through at the time, okay, um, the shit that he was saying, um, you know, just the way that he was looking, the way he was reacting, the whole liposuction story, like, it was just like, yo, he's about to clock out, you know, and I just felt that it was coming. But it looks like I was wrong, <laughs> you know, or at least for the foreseeable future. Not saying that I wanted it to happen. But, you know, I'm not going to sit up here and lie and say, you know, at my previous job, before I started working at my job now, at my previous job about two years ago, I did have a bet, you know, on, on Kanye's head um, that he was not going to survive past 2021. Um, I mean, past 2020. It looks like I was wrong about that. So I can admit when I'm wrong about something. Um, maybe I should never predicted that in the first place because that is just horrible and I probably deserve hell uh, from that. Um, I'm not trying to say that's not the case either, but. Um, being that I am a shitty individual sometimes, and you know, sometimes I make these predictions. Hey, he was saying a lot of wild shit too, so it's not it's not that y'all should be feeling so bad about Kanye and me predicting him, but you know, you know, nothing like that. I mean, you heard what he was said about the slavery shit. You know, you you hear a lot of shit. He was he was saying a lot of shit that was crazy. You know, what I'm saying I thought Kanye was just you know off his motherfucking rocker. You know, he's officially going bonkers. I thought he was about to clock out. Goddamn it. You know, but it looks like I was wrong and. You know, I can admit when I was wrong. Okay, Kanye is, is here to stay, it looks like. Um, he's probably about to come out with a fucking number one album. And, um, you know, I'll definitely try to give it a listen or two um, to see if it's any good. Uh, but we'll see, man. We'll see. I definitely got to, you know, admit when I'm wrong. I love um, admitting when I'm right. I love saying I told you so. But sometimes I'm dead wrong. I could be flagrantly wrong. And, you know, I was dead wrong and flagrantly wrong on, on Kanye committing suicide. So I want to go ahead and apologize to Kanye. Um, sorry about that, uh, Mr. West. And, um, you know, uh, you know, hopefully I, you know, I don't predict any, uh, you know, suicide or any, um, you know, anybody in the future. That's pretty horrible by me. And I guess I, um, you know, deservingly so, uh, should go ahead and admit that that was, um, you know, horrible my, by me to do that. Um, and I was wrong. So, um, <laughs> that's that. Um, but moving on to the next topic on the rundown, man, I want to go ahead and get into the toy stories. As I go ahead, you hear the grinder clanking up as I, um, you know, roll up some of that good old spesh bash. Um, listen, man, I want to go ahead and speak about, um, you know, my mom's, right? <laughs> you know, shout out to my mom. So, like, I'm actually going to stop the recording and then come back on a part three here. Um, yeah, real quick, shout out to my mom's, man. My mom, right? <laughs> right? Shout out to mom's dudes, man. Mom said she be having these dreams, right? She's been having these dreams, like, since she was a kid, you know? Um, 
And, you know, my mom did have epilepsy when she was a kid. You know, she used to have seizures when she was a kid and everything. So, you know, uh, you know, maybe she has a little <laughs> neurog- neurological, you know, uh, thing going on here. But, you know, apparently my mom has these dreams and she swears they come to life. And, you know, some of them come to true. Some of them do. I'm not going to lie. Some of them come exactly the way she had the dream. I'm not going to lie. And it's scary. Okay. Um, but I will say... Sometime it don't, you know what I'm saying? Sometime it don't. And, uh, you know, with me personally, she had, I remember she had a dream. I think I even talked about this in my podcast. She had a dream one time. Excuse me. This was a few years, few years back. And I was getting into a little trouble around this time. So I guess this is why she was having a dream like this. But she was having a dream that I was, um, um, I was getting arrested. You know what I'm saying? Um, like hustling, I was hustling, I was getting arrested. You know what I'm saying? And I went to jail and, you know, this whole shit happened and, and you know what I'm saying? But it never happened. Like this shit never, at least not yet, but <laughs> it never happened. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I would say that, um, well, I'm not hustling, so of course, there's no reason for that to happen, of course. But this is back then is what I'm talking about. I was a little younger. Still young now. I'm 24. I'm always talking about how I'm young, but, you know, I always say I'm 24, but I'm 42. But really, uh, you know, uh, you know, my mom, she she, she said she had a dream that I was um, – I got arrested and shit. I was hustling. I got arrested. And I was like – she had told me that, you know, make sure I'm like, you know what I'm saying – um, watching now and, you know, staying out of trouble and all these other things. She was talking on the phone, like, really worried about it, you know? And it's not the first time that she had a dream about me getting arrested or had a, a dream about me getting a girl pregnant or something like that, right? And, um, you know, just today, right, like, my mom called me. She say she had a dream last night that I was dealing with this Puerto Rican girl, <laughs> and the Puerto Rican girl was pregnant. You know, the Puerto Rican girl was a few weeks pregnant. I think she said the Puerto Rican girl was three weeks pregnant and, you know, she was going to let me know and, you know, it was going to be a whole situation. She was, she was like, so you better be, you better be watching out. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not even dealing with nobody right now. I'm really not. Like, I'm not even dealing with nobody right now, but I'm just like, you know, she, well, she, this, it could happen in the foreseeable future. Um, You know, Um, she does know my wheelhouse is the Hispanics, is the Latinas, you know, you know, because my mom is half Portuguese. So, you know, my mom is like the first beautiful lady I've ever seen in my life. So I've always say I always, you know, kind of like those type of looking girls, you know, like, um, you know, my mom's more my color. So I'm more like reddish brown. You know, me, I don't really, uh, you know, have a preference on the color, but definitely uh, Hispanic um, or black, you know, that's really like my, my wheelhouse there, you know, and my mom is half, right? Black and, and Portuguese. So, um, so she Latin, not really Hispanic, it's more Latin, right? More European. So, you know, I, I will say, you know, she's a little right on the Puerto Rican tip. She is right on that. But I wonder, you know, you know, where do these dreams come from? Is she correct? Is that a mother's intuition? Is that some female shit? You know, if you are a female listening, if you're a girl listening, is that some shit that y'all just be going through? Like having these dreams about, you know, maybe your man's cheating or something like that. Like whatever. Like, you know, how many, because I'll be hearing that sometimes. Like girls be having these like spiritual, you know, like I said, you know, previous episodes, a girl's more spiritual than men. 
I'm not trying to say more positively spiritual or negatively spiritual. I'm just saying spiritual. I would say, yeah. I would say, yeah, they more spiritual. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, um, you know, say nine times out of ten, you know, but um, you know, I'm I don't know, man. I don't know what's up with the dreams, you know. It, it kind of spooks me out a little bit. I can't say it doesn't. Um <laughs> I can't say it doesn't because sometimes they do come correct. And it just hasn't came correct with me yet. But maybe one day, maybe with this one in the foreseeable future, maybe she's right. Maybe I am going to impregnate one of you Puerto Rican bitches out there. And uh, no, I shouldn't say bitches. I always kind of lose the argument. Maybe I, maybe I am going to impregnate one of you beautiful Puerto Rican mommies and, um, you know, get something going um, there. But, you know, um, you know, I, want, I wonder, man, I wonder, is that just my mom wearing? Is that is that just something that she just truthfully feels as though it's going to happen? She know I like Hispanic girls. I mean, she know I'll be fucking with the Latinas. So is that just something that just be on her mind? Like, what is it, you know? But she does. She always has these little dreams about either me getting the rest. And I will say it's always on two accords. It's not worth something good. Why is it never a success? You know, she never have a dream about me doing nothing good. It's always about me, you know, getting arrested, about me, you know, getting a girl pregnant. Damn, why is it always something bad? You know what I'm saying? Like, not trying to say that me getting a girl pregnant is something bad, but that could be bad. You know, if just the way she's talking about it, she's not saying that it's a celebratory moment. You know, it's something ain't no Planned Parenthood she's talking about. So, you know, I'm just wondering, like, you know, why is it always something negative? You know, it's not a good or bad thing. You know, um, that could just be the Latin side in my mind, the Portuguese side right there with the dreams and all the mysteriousness. Uh, I don't know if it's the epilepsy, the Portuguese. I'm not sure what it is. But I do know that. My mom is a little superstitious when it comes down to that. And, um, you know, um, you know, hopefully she's not right on this one. You know, hopefully, you know, I don't get a call in the, in, in the next because that's funny. That's now that's fucking crazy. I will say that it's always the timing of it that always be creeping me out. Right. Because I was just talking about on my last podcast in a toy story where I said how a girl had called me. Right, and was talking about how she had got pregnant, and you know, I mean, excuse me, now she got pregnant, how she had missed a period. And you know, I was saying, like, yeah, you know, I'm saying, ain't no way you missed your period, you know, I mean, I was going then, but it was like, you know, right after that, right after I'm talking about that on my podcast, I get a call from my mom today when I'm doing my podcast for this week, and she tells me that I'm about to get a Puerto Rican girl pregnant. Like, that's that's no coincidence, you know, I'm saying that's that, that. Yeah, at least not to me. You know, I'm not the most mysterious guy. You know, I was talking about the chakras and shit. I ain't the most mysterious, suspicious nigga. But, you know, certain things do add up. When it coming from my dupes, I do got to pay attention a little bit. But I just thought that was pretty crazy to share right there. Sometimes the Toy Stories isn't a childhood story. Sometimes it just could be a crazy experience that I've went through. And um, this one is definitely a crazy, crazy experience this year. Um, because I do be getting a call sometime, time to time from my mom talking about how she has a dream about how I'm about to either A, getting arrested or B, getting a beautiful Hispanic girl pregnant. And I always say, hopefully it's the latter B. I'd rather get some girl pregnant than go to jail. So uh, hopefully it's it's the latter. But um, yeah, man, episode 86 uh, of Noble's Pie hosted by your boy, Noble Baca. Kick ass. No, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> press a piece of Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac, man, a.k.a. Uh, already Noble Baca, man. Listen, you already know where you're finding me. Um, Nobles Network, YouTube channel, um, through Anchor, by Spotify, right? So 
you know, always on Spotify now with the audio. This one will be uploaded a three-part audio clip on Spotify and SoundCloud. So stay tuned in for that. Um, and um, yeah, man, I think we uh, definitely did some great things on this podcast. Really, this is one of the one of the few podcasts where I say, you know, um, oh, I forgot that I knew I was forgetting something. Fiverr, before I go, I want to talk about the app Fiverr. Shout out to my man, Cody Springer. I'm going to go ahead and say, y'all, y'all will be seeing me on some podcasts, okay? Um, I'm about to be featured uh, on at least two podcasts. I already gotten kind of set up already. So I'm about to be uh, featured on some podcasts to try to, you know, build my shit, get my name out there, try to grow, grow my podcast, you know, and, uh, you know, try to, you know, expand, you know, the fan reach. Um, so really, I'm going to hop on. It was this beautiful, I forgot her name, but it was this beautiful black girl. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful black lady. Um, I'm gonna hop on her shit. Um, and then there was some other dude doing some doing some good looks and shit. But I saw she had the interview with Tommy Chong. So I'm like, damn, she did an interview with Tommy. Oh, damn. All right, I'm about to hop on this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, hola, you know what I mean? Hola. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, they have the little package or whatever. If you are a creator, if you're looking to do interview, I mean they do it for musicians, podcasters, artists, whatever. You know, business. If you have a small business that you're looking to get out, go to Fiverr, bro. You know what I'm saying? You could probably possibly get you a an interview on on a. I mean, it was one where the Boston radio show, Boston in Boston, the radio show in Boston was doing live interviews, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got to pay a little bit, but ain't, ain't nothing. You know what I mean? Like a little eighty-five, little. You know what I'm saying? A little fifty, sixty here. You know what I'm saying? Get you an interview on the Boston fucking radio, man. I get like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Like that could be for anything. It don't have to just be for podcasts, artists, music. It'd be for small businesses. Um, you know what I'm saying? We were just talking about the pimping segment, right? You want to go out there and promote your pussy? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, no, not that. No, don't don't promote your pussy. Don't promote your pussy over over the airwaves. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like my man Sugar Free said, you don't want to hit the news with the pussy. You don't want to hit the news with the pussy. Or actually, he was saying he was trying to hit the news with the pussy, but um, really, uh, <laughs> you know, um, it's been a good one. It's been a doozy. Episode 86, man. I'm going to go ahead and leave you all with a few tokes, man. Stay tuned in for me um, for the episode on Sunday. Um, I should be in the studio maybe not next, not not this weekend, but maybe next weekend. Because um, like I said, I wanted to put some money um, to the promo on the podcast with the fiber shit shit. And also, you know. I would have went a little sooner, but I did miss out on a on a on a on a you know a nice little payroll situation with my job as I was talking about Wayne. You know, I was going in a little crazy on that. I'm not gonna lie. Going a little crazy, just a little crazy. Um, but <laughs> you know, um, listen, man. Oh. Two tokes to go. Peace, deuces, always. I'm out this motherfucker.